Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Davis Maddock, joined by Rich Rebar here on the eve of Christmas Eve. This is our, our Christmas edition of our, our Picks Against the Spread show. Where we got, I mean, just this weather shit, man. It's it's horrible. Like, I I'm trying to keep a positive attitude because sitting and watching uh, seven hours of horrible football tomorrow is gonna be brutal. I just I just I want one of these games to somehow become good. Uh, you know, one of these outdoor games. But it's like we literally have the lowest recorded total of any game. In in the modern history of the NFL on Saturday, like what are we doing? I uh, I had made the joke that I was going to take a video of myself throwing a football, uh, so people could gauge whether they wanted to play anyone in that game. But I got to be honest with you, I ain't going outside. <laughs> no chance. Like, I, I, I I was like looking out my window today when I woke up, and I was just like, nope, not like the, like the wind is swirling. Like I've got stuff like a. Uh, like like these ornaments like how my wife put up on the porch and they're like spinning in circles and I'm just like nah I ain't doing this they're going no. out there no it's horrible but you went man. out today and uh because you're in the Kansas City area like near where people are going to want to play this Chiefs Seahawks game which objectively looks Un- unbearable right. dude unbearable there's a it's like it's like people are playing Mahomes and DFS and like it'll probably be fine like he'll get his 303 but it is not like it is not going to be a shootout they're like the the Seahawks are not going to be you know doing their thing there's not going to be a bunch of bombs like it it's it's horrible man it's horrible everywhere we got and i mean i guess you know we're we're getting saved we have indoor games with um new york minnesota and philadelphia and dallas on the main slate um so i guess i guess we got we got that going for us but it's not <laughs> it's not great man it's, it's it's really not it's really not great uh all right man let's let's pick these games Number one or number five, it's on you. Let's go. I'm sorry at that game. Uh, I'm taking the Eagles and the points. Uh, definitely, I thought the market overcorrected initially. Now it swung back a little bit. People started to, to get the Eagles back. At, you know, it, it swung to minus six when the news broke. And now it's at minus four and a half, which I think is really palatable for you to the Eagles to keep this close. Uh, I think we were talking Wednesday, and I believe the Eagles are going all out this game. Uh, and I think the Cowboys kind of have to, too, because you can't be the Cowboys. You can't lose this game with Dak Prescott to Gardner Minshew uh, and then have to maybe potentially beat the Eagles a third time in the playoffs. Like, that can't happen. Like, your morale would be an all-time low. But also yeah. on the flip side, if you're the Eagles and you do beat Dak Prescott with Gardner Minshew and now you're 2-0 against the Cowboys, you're going to be feeling like they can't beat you again. Like, there's no way. And the infrastructure of the Eagles, I think, is too good. 
Uh, I think the offensive line is too good if they want to be able to power on the football. The defense is still too good. Uh, and the Cowboys kind of have like the biggest deficiency deficiency uh, in this game now uh, at cornerback two and cornerback three with the injuries to Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis. I mean, say that they had to remove Kelvin Joseph from the game last week because Trevor Lawrence just threw at him like eight straight plays. Uh, so, yeah, I, I still look at the Eagles. I think there will be games. I feel like the Cowboys are going to edge this one out, but I think it's a field goal game at most. Yeah, uh, so this is why it can't be on my list is I, I I jumped on it like the second the rumors were like, oh, Jalen Hurts, MRI, like I, I bet the Cowboys right away at three. So I can't, I'm not, I'm not hedging against myself, but I mean, it feels like you could put, I don't know, Kenny Pickett in at quarterback for the, the Eagles and they'd still probably be no worse than three points against the Cowboys on a neutral field. Like the Eagles are just really good. Right. Yeah, that's basically what it is, and I think yeah. Minshew's functional. Yeah, Minshew Minshew is pretty functional. I mean, I got I got no issue with uh, with that one. All right, and this is Mom, a moment for Minshew too because he's a free agent. So, like honestly, bags. honestly, bags. Gardner Minshew is going to get fourteen million dollars to be the starting <laughs> quarterback of the New York Jets next year. <laughs> got a chance to pump them bags. I mean, everyone, if you look at it again, the landscape is bad. Like, ever there's so many teams that need quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, all right. My number five is uh, it, it's the Kansas City Chiefs at 10. Now it opened at 10 and a half, but it's 10 everywhere. Now you can get it at, at DraftKings, at FanDuel, Caesars, wherever. Uh, and I mean, it's the, it's the same deal. Like we've been I, I think we've both done this each of the last two weeks. We've taken the Chiefs in these massive point spreads. But uh, I mean, look, the Seahawks with Dang. no Seahawks with no Tyler Lockett. Kenneth Walker's playing on a gimpy ankle. It's just like, I don't know. It's a billion, you know, it's negative a billion degrees outside. I I actually think the chiefs should be fine running the ball here. Probably they're just, you know, give it to Pacheco a bunch in the second half. And I mean, I, maybe the Seahawks can score some points here, but like the, the chiefs are great on offense and their defense is horrible. So these teams that are going to end up getting close to them are going to be the teams that are like, fuck it. We don't care. Like, let's just chuck the ball. And I don't think the Seahawks are going to come in and throw the ball 40 times in negative four degree weather. So I, I, I think I, I would really like this at nine and a half. Obviously it's not going to get there. So I got it. I got them at 10 right here. It could be a lot of running for the chiefs. The Seahawks run defense has, has really struggled uh, since week nine, they're 30th in yards per carry a lot. The running backs, they've allowed a league high 920 rushing yards, the running backs over that span. Um, and over that span, they've, they've rushed for 662 fewer yards than their opponent. And that includes a bye week. Uh, they're number one in the NFL in that in, in differential. So they haven't covered in five straight games, either the Seahawks. Um, it's not on my list, but I mean, I'm not mad at you. I'm, I'm not really touching any of these weather games. Uh, I mean, I'll probably bet some. I'm gonna bet some game totals. Uh, yeah, but I I think uh, uh, for those of you who are grinding the, uh, the 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 underdog streets and the the same game parlay streets, I do like um, just basically doing these parlays with the idea that like the game total is wrong. So I either way, right, going into New York. Minnesota and taking, or I guess that's a bad one because it's not a weather one. Going into Cincinnati, New England, taking all the unders, right? Or going into Houston, Tennessee and taking all the overs and just saying, you know, the meteorologist, the forecast get one wrong or whatever that is. I'll, I'll probably do a couple of those to keep myself entertained on uh, on Christmas Eve. All right. That's both of our number fives. What is your number four, sir? Uh, my number four is the Falcons. 
another one where I just think the line is too big. They've only lost two games by more than six points this year. And this Ravens team can't score. So the one, and also this is another game where the weather is not like so much the wind or anything, but like it's going to be a running game and the Falcons have shown they run on everybody. It doesn't matter. Like it, like, so I'm not counting on Desmond Ritter to really light anything up here, but also Tyler Huntley's clearly not going to light anything up on the other side. Uh, and I think we've got just two really good run teams and the Falcons are going to keep this basically within a touchdown for sure. I believe. Yeah. I mean this, I, I, don't think I realized that this was six and a half. So this one isn't on my list, but I might be pulling an audible here. Uh, I mean, that is unbelievable. What have the Baltimore Ravens done to be six and a half <laughs> point favorites over anyone? Like that's insane. Yeah. You, 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 I mean, I, I guess I should have, I guess I should put this one on my list. Maybe I'll, I mean, I'll, I think I'm going to bet this one anyways, although absolutely disgusting to have to bet on. Yes. Oh, Desmond Ritter. this is a, a bet to watch for sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the run game's good. I mean, they've shown that they're going to run on everybody and kind of just kind of keep games kind of close, even though they're bad. But, hey. Yeah, yeah. I think, really you're, it, I think you're the definitely Ravens right. Ravens team, man, oh, my God. They can't. We, we have a two-year sample now of running with the Ravens without Lamar Jackson, and they have been absolutely horrendous in both of those samples. Like, I mean, if that doesn't get Lamar his, his bags, I don't know what really is because – the Tyler Huntley experience, and granted, it's not all him because the environments he's been placed in both years, but they literally cannot score. Uh, you know, since week 10, they're, they're dead last in the NFL in points per drive. They're 32nd in the league in touchdown rate per drive. Uh, it's bad, man. It's bad. All right. My number four, you got to You got to plug your nose. This is probably uh, also a bet and don't watch, but it's the Tennessee Titans minus three points over the Houston Texans. Uh, I mean, basically just like the, the, te the Texans should be start as a touchdown dog to every team in the NFL. Right. I, I don't care who you're I mean, the jets. Right. I, I would, I would bet the jets that we saw last night, minus three over the Texans. They dude, they are so bad. And I know they played tight against Kansas city and Dallas and back-to-back -back weeks. So I think the market is giving them some respect. They have got, uh, I, I think, five recovered fumbles the last two weeks. They've gotten some huge special teams plays. Like, this is not a recipe for consistently winning games. I just, I, I, and I know Malik Willis is going to have at least one play that has me pulling my hair out in this game. But <laughs> basically, you just like the Titans are going to run the ball for 300 yards. They're going to jam it down this awful Texans defense. Like, I, it, and you don't, you just don't feel good about the Titans either because the Titans also stink, but the Texans really stink. You know, what we do feel good about that Jaguars to win the AFC South bet we talked about all the way back in week nine. Yes, we do feel good about it. We yeah. do feel good about that. It was on this show as we uncovered that. We, I mean, yeah, we, we uncover, uh, we uncover gems here on the program. That's, uh, that's what we do. <laughs> uh all right man you're you're next what is your number three all right so my my three is stinky it's the broncos uh um, this is this is my this is my two okay yeah very stinky but it's less than a field goal against baker mayfield and this rams because the one thing about this is like when you say unequivocally what does this game have going for it like the broncos defense is really good and we saw that like last week when they faced a, a like a really bad quarterback like in Colt McCoy and then Trace McSorley. Like, and there Bill... there have been <laughs> positive signs on from an offensive perspective from them. 
yeah there is a mild regression mild <laughs> sure mild regression there we go there is mild they actually have uh in the red zone uh since week 10 they're 80 percent in the red zone the broncos uh, second in the nfl remember they were 35 percent prior it was the worst in the league so there has been some mild regression uh there but really it just comes down to i don't think the rams are going to score a touchdown in this game if they do maybe they score one so i mean less than a field goal feels like a gift right now to bet against the rams so, I mean, the, the, the reason why this was my two is like Baker has had one good drive as a quarterback of the Los Angeles Rams and of the, any of 2022 of 2022. Sure. And it's like <laughs> the Rams are, it's just like you, you reach a point of no return where you're so hurt. You have so few guys who like now, now Skoronek is out for the year. It's like, we got, we got Brandon Powell and Lance McCutcheon are playing big roles on, like it's just. They, they have just gone too far. And and the Broncos are, are probably going to get Sutton back this week. Like, they're yeah. going to be close to their original personnel. Russell Wilson should be go to, good to go this week. And obviously, like, you don't feel good taking a road favorite. Although, if you want to get on Narrative Street, you can go back and remember all those times the Seahawks would beat the Rams when the Rams were really good, right? When the Rams were, were kind of peaking and the, the Seahawks would always kind of get them into those rock fight games and Russell I don't know I I just I'm just spinning narratives to support the position of taking the Broncos as a road favorite but (laughs) yeah I mean you gotta you gotta I I think I feel pretty good about that one I mean less than a field goal is the is the line like if it was three or something like maybe I would be but it's less than a field goal I'm gonna do I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll tell you what I don't think there's a team in the NFL outside maybe the Texans I would not lay less than a field goal against this version of the Rams right now yeah yeah, yeah. That's basically right. what, where I start and stop. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so then I have my number three and my number one left. All right. So my number three is uh, in, in your neck of the woods. I'm taking the Browns minus three, basically just under the idea that that game is going to be so bad, but the, the, the only hope that the saints would have had, I think would have been to throw the ball. Like they've been so bad running the ball with Kamara and, and they're going to try and bring like Taysom is going to be involved, basically just taking the home team in the blizzard. And I think the the Browns are like a way better rushing offense. And I actually think it helps them. I, my, my, another part of the argument here is I actually think it helps the Browns that they're not going to be uh, throwing any forward passes in this game because Deshaun <laughs> Watson has been so dreadful. Like just give Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt the ball 45 times and you should be able to get out of there with the, And I think Alave and Landry are both not playing for the Saints. Like we're, no, we're, we're, we're heading into, you know, Trey Quants with Marquez Callaway, you know, catching passes on trick plays from, t- I mean, do, do not watch this game. This is going to be one of the least watchable games in NFL history. Uh, but I got, I got the Browns here. I think people, because it's the lowest total ever might come for the car crash. They might. They could, they could. Uh, the Saints haven't had a run of 20 or more yards since week six. <laughs> uh, by far the longest drought in the NFL. Uh, so I don't even know if the Browns defense can help them in that regard, right? Like they just haven't known the run really at all. Uh, this game is gross. So gross. I, I think someone posted the receiving totals in this game, right? And the highest line is Amari Cooper at like 34 and a half. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible, man. Yeah. I just like, how is this, how is this being allowed? Yeah. I mean, honestly, just, yeah, it shouldn't be allowed. I wonder, like, I don't know. I feel like the, the NFL is just like, there's nothing they can do to damage their product, I guess. To, but like, holy shit, this weekend might challenge it. 
Yeah. Like on Christmas Eve, like all these just terrible weather games, like would all of our, all of our in-laws, all of our in-laws watching these games. Uh... But like, you know, families are gonna be like playing games or like, you know, drinking, having social lives. Like, I mean, and like, what's going to pull them away like this? I'm maybe maybe I won't even watch maybe maybe you know we're gonna put we're gonna put red zone on and I'm gonna be like dude put this on mute like I can't I don't even I don't even because this is this is what we will have going in the early games we have one game with a total above 38 I believe and that is (laughs) that is New York that that is New York Minnesota uh which which could which could, by the way, just end up, you know, people are going to play Daniel Jones. People are going to play Darius Slayton and Richie James. Kirk Cousins is going to be the most owned quarterback in the main slate. I mean, that game could just end up being awful, too, because the Giants offense is held together by, you know, duct tape and wires. Like, it's barely a functional offense. It does feel like everyone in that game from a DFS perspective is going to kind of get pumped higher than they should. Oh, I mean, I, I, I'm just going into, so I'm going into the Saturday main slate saying I'm going to lose this like 95% of the time, but I'm not playing 18% on Kirk cousins. I'm not playing 17% on Richie James. Like I will just take a chance on some of these outdoor dudes. Yeah. I'm looking at uh projected uh, roster ship right now on the Roto grinders app and Darius Slayton is projected to be the third highest rostered wide receiver. <laughs> Not okay. good. Not good. <laughs> Probably uh well all we need for a selling point for this slate, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Um okay, so I we have my number one your and your yes, yeah. Uh I'll I'll take the bangles at my two here. And this is this two. is that's that's my one. And you lost the hook on this. It's a flat three everywhere. Uh, what what why do you think why do you think this is the line do you think it's because of weather stuff or like is there a injury we don't know about i don't know i don't know man i don't know or just big picture stuff i guess for the patriots but if you look at the patriots and i know we've brought it up on this show before and i brought up a bunch other times throughout the course of the season is that just look at any time the patriots have played a, a remotely functional quarterback this year like they've been absolutely awful uh, you know, they, they've gotten, they've gotten just, they've gotten beat by Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Josh Allen, uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, like literally any functional quarterback. And then look at all the Patriots wins, like where they come from. Uh, Colt McCoy, Zach Wilson twice, Sam Ellinger, Jacoby Brissett. And then they got golf in a game where golf didn't even have Amon Ross St. Brown or anybody. Uh, they're just, this is, this Patriots team isn't good. And it's and Mac Jones is awful, and it's not Mac Jones's fault, maybe per se, because literally Matt Patricia. There's a Matt Patricia is the Patriots' offensive coordinator. I feel like that it's absurd, and everyone knows that it's absurd. But like I feel like it, that's not being it. Being it hasn't really been recognized enough just how insane that is. It's in it like that should like I know Bill Belichick's built up this amazing Hall of Fame career, and he's arguably the greatest coach of all time. I feel like that is a fireball offense that they walked into the season with this scenario. Like even thinking that it was acceptable to have Matt Patricia be the offensive coordinator. I mean, now, I feel like do you ludicrous. do you think that Bill just looked at this roster and was like, "What's the point? Like, what's the point of giving the like?" <laughs> no, do you because think because Mac Jones was good with Josh McDaniels last year? Like, so are you are you holding out hope for Mac I'm, Jones? Not really, because I don't think he's the kind of quarterback I want to hold out hope for. I just feel like his archetype of quarterback just isn't what works in today's nfl but like he was a lot better last year than he was he dude that game he played last week against the raiders 
was one of the worst games I've ever seen a quarterback play. His completion percentage versus expectation was worse than Trace McSorley's last week. He had a wide open Johnny Smith, like the first drive of the game, like standing in the end zone and dude sailed it. At one point in the game, he was uh, like 11 of 23 for 65 yards. And we're talking about the Raiders, dude, the Raiders. The Raiders defense is getting flooded by everybody. They just gave up that drive to Baker Mayfield you talked about. Like, I mean, this is, a, I mean, this Patriots situation, like, I feel like it's not, like, it's not being acknowledged as a, how, like, terrible this decision was to, to enter the season like this. Um, it should cost them. It should cost Belichick his job, I believe. It won't, I mean, it, but. It, obviously it won't. But, I mean, even going back, it's it's partly fed into by bad decisions they made last year, though. Like, giving Johnu Smith and Hunter Henry and Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne all this money, trading a third-round pick for Devontae Parker, who's been, like, one of the most useless players in the NFL. It's, it's, I don't know, man. It, and, and I mean, where, you, where it really gets interesting is when you start looking at, at Bill Belichick's record, when uh, the greatest quarterback of all time was, was not starting games at, at quarterback for him. It's like, it's, it gets, uh, it, it gets pretty spicy, but yeah. I feel I mean, like people though are like very flippant about the, the Patricia thing. They're like, <laughs> it's like a joke, right? It should be like, is an absurdity that this was allowed to happen. I mean, it, it does, it like literally, it feels like, uh, like dereliction of duty, basically of like being like, yeah, no, it's fine. Matt Patricia, we'll call the plays. It's, it's like, I don't know. Did, did, did Belichick and the Patriots think it would work? Did they think it doesn't matter because Josh McDaniels is going to get fired by the Raiders and be back next year? Like what, I don't, I don't, what was the plan? What was the thought process? I don't, I, I don't would really love get to know. It. I really would love to know because to me, it is just an absolute insane. It's, it's insanity. Hey, by the way, gold star lock of the year, the, the worst line I've ever seen, the Bengals versus the Buccaneers. Uh, How did you feel, though, when it was 17? I think I bet it, too. To be honest, to be honest, was not worried, man. Was not Ooh. worried. The Buccaneers stink, dude. They're, they're, it's so, I, I mean, and, and Brady did that press conference where he was like, yeah, you know, Bulls and Leftwich said it's on us to figure it out, right? It's on us. We, we got to figure it out. and and. And they didn't figure it out, man. They didn't figure it out. And, and by the way, I mean, honestly, I am, I am pretty, I, I was pretty tempted to put Arizona plus eight points on, <laughs> on my list here because Trace, Cliff plus Trace McSorley was too much for you. Well, well, the thing is, is that Trace is kind of that genre of quarterback that I, I kind of like to bet on, you know, kind of the, the Joe Webb, uh, you know, like, not a good thrower, but has stuck around the end. The Tyler Tyler Huntley, you know, very similar. Like he's going to run around, but but the the exact guy you you trust to not figure that situation out is Cliff, right? Cliff is just going to be like, all right, Trace, go play like Colt McCoy. You know, there's not going to be any design stuff. There's going to be no zone. Re- it's just going to be drop, you know, five step dropbacks or whatever. Like it's going to be horrible. And the Buccaneers defense is still good, but. Yeah, odd, 15, odd for me to be to DeAndre Hopkins. Very odd for me to have the Bengals on my list two weeks in a row as as a number one. Got it. Got to say that's probably never happened before. Back to back Zach Taylor weeks. But I mean, the Patriots are just they're pitiful, man. All right, uh, so that was my number one. We got it done. Uh, did you have your two, or we did your two? We did. We did my two. So we're we're we got your number one left. That's it. Yeah, my number one is the cover gods, the Lions. Yeah, I I can't I can't I can't I can't do this. No. So here's the thing. You you got to you got to know this about Jared Goff. This man is not built for this. No chance am I ever betting Jared Goff in 
30 degrees, howling winds. Like Jared Goff, born in California, went to college in California. He's got very small hands. He has one of the biggest pop gun arm, like as in his arm is a pop gun, not he's got a big arm. He he is not built for this, dude. This game I, has I, no win stuff that I see. Does it? I guess I'm just assuming. I guess I'm just assuming. It's, it is it is colder, but there's not supposed to be any wind issue at all in this game. I mean, I bet I bet the Jets last week. Now I thought Mike White was starting that game. So under, I. Just under under the idea that Jared Goff can't play in these circumstances. But he's fine, and he was fine last week. He was, I mean, he was, was fine. It was more was matchup. Fine. It was more matchup based, and he doesn't doesn't really have that this week against Carolina, who's solid defensively, but nowhere near what the Jets are. And uh, listen, I'm a Lions believer. I'm a believer in this offense. They're they're pushing Ben Johnson's pushing all the right buttons. Uh, I'm not a believer in the Carolina Sam Darnold experience, which has not been good. Uh, but somehow they have snuck by and just run the ball at like a 60% rate, and people think it's acceptable. Um, but he's been awful. He's completed just 59% of his passes since he's been the starting quarterback. Uh, that's 28th in the league. He is his expected completion rate over that span is a uh, last in the NFL over those three weeks. So yeah, I'm just, I just really don't believe them. We might get the Panthers in the playoffs too, which is pretty wild to think about a team that could start at Baker Mayfield, Philip Walker and Sam Darnold still is there. They, they can't possibly right. The, the Buccaneers are going to figure it out. We keep saying that, but yeah, you're probably right because the Buccaneers so, probably win this week, right? Well, and and so Buccaneers, Buccaneers, Panthers in Week 17 might be might be a win, and you're in. Yeah, man, have you have you started doing any of these playoff contests yet on Underdog or anything? I have not. So it's it's pretty interesting. So like last year, obviously the way you won it was by going all in on the Bengals when they were like 40 percent to make the because yeah. they had to beat the Chiefs. Um, and it's kind of interesting right now, the Jaguars are setting up to be that spot where it's like when the contest opened, they were way out of it. And now they're like favored to win the division. But then the, the NFC South is the same deal there. There might be like the Falcons or the Panthers or, or shit, I guess the saints, which is insane. I mean, any of these teams could still make it like Tom Brady, like goes undrafted in a lot of them, which is sort of interesting. And, and you could totally see a scenario where the bucks get into the playoffs, right? And they play like the Giants in week one. Horrible, man. Right? Are the like, Giants, I mean, are the Giants still favored to make the playoffs at this yeah, point? Yeah, they're like, they're ba- the Giants are basically in. Wow. Yeah. I the guess, Giants, shit, I guess Gi- they are. The Giants are basically in. It's basically down to Seattle, Washington, Detroit for that last spot. And Washington. Who do we, like, who do we want to see in? I Seattle, guess is the right? question. Yeah, Seattle. Because they're just at least watchable. Like they have. Like they, they could, there's like a, an outcome where like Seattle can score points. Whereas, well, I would say D, I'd be fine with Detroit too. I shouldn't say that Detroit obviously can score points too. Um, do you so know, not Washington is the answer. Do you know that, that kind of what's interesting is that there's been all this fluff about the, the dolphins and McDaniel and everything. They're, they are like in real threat of not making the playoffs now because they are, they have eight wins. They play home. I, I guess if they, if they win this game, if they win this game this weekend against the Packers, they're they should be in. But they are they're drawing way thinner to not making it than than they should have been. Tough tough scene for for McDaniel. Yeah, I was trying to see what's uh, so what the Dolphins five thirty eight has the Dolphins now. There's there's seventy eight percent chance to make the playoffs. 
I think it's because I think it's because they have this game against they because the well you know the NFL is smart they have these games against the Jets and the Patriots where a bunch of their win equity for not making the playoffs would come. They so if I give them a loss, too. Uh, and this is the five thirty eight model, if I have them, if I give them a loss to Green Bay this week, it still is sixty three percent. It's because it you're I I'm wrong. I was looking at it wrong. It's because their direct competition is probably one of those two teams the 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 in terms of like eliminating them yeah uh washington is right now 34 percent, but i don't think that they're going to win a game the rest of the year right they play at san francisco then they're they are home against cleveland so that's when well then they play dallas the last and and dallas will probably want to win that game i would think so So. i mean there it it is crazy like the the play I think the playoff picture gets pretty crazy if the Eagles lose this game to the Cowboys, because then the Cowboys and the Vikings can at least dream on getting the one seed. Like they're not going to get it, but they could, they could dream on it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they're probably safe. The Vikings probably think that they got a shot, but nah, I mean, even if I give the Eagles a loss in their model, it still has them 96% for the first round by like, they're probably pretty safe. I mean, what, uh, what can you do? You're saying there's a chance, but listen, right now, as of this morning, the Jaguars are 69% to make the playoffs and oh buddy, that plus 650. It's beautiful, man. Where are you at? Where are you at on, uh, you know, the, I, I was thinking of this one today. I've been trying to frame the right way to tweet it for max engagement. Justin, Justin Herbert versus Trevor Lawrence moving forward. Who you got? Cause I think it's so interesting, right? It Two is. years ago, Two years ago, Trevor Lawrence gets drafted. You're like, I don't know, sight unseen. I probably take Lawrence. Then you watch Lawrence for a year. Herbert goes nuts last year. 38 touchdowns, like looks great. People are like, Trevor Lawrence, guy stinks, bust. Justin Herbert, greatest quarterback of all time. And now I think the pendulum would have gone the other way, where people are like Lawrence is a winner, bro. He mm-hmm. it's 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 10 degrees in East Rutherford. He doesn't care. He's coming out with the win. Well, I think we've definitely seen the public turn on justin herbert this year obviously we just lived through that two two weeks ago on sunday night um even with him you know playing well uh there's definitely a public perception on him that's that he's not not a winner right everyone brings up his his record as a as a quarterback i don't know i from a, from a tools perspective i would rather have herbert though i i mean yeah i would there's not many quarterbacks that would take over him for what he offers um, I think this year was for the Chargers, just everything kind of compounded on itself. It, it basically played the whole year with, until this point without Mike Williams or Keenan Allen, one of them, sometimes both, uh, loses three-fifths of their starting offensive line, uh, still saddled with no wide receivers that like are fast at all, uh, and then Joe Lombardi calling the shots underneath all of that. Uh, so I don't know. I still believe in Herbert, the talent for sure. I would definitely not waver on, on that at all. Uh, I think it's pretty ludicrous we were ever even putting Tua in the same conversation with him. Yeah, I mean the the Tua we we the the height of Tua mania has already passed. It'll never get it'll never get that high again. No. We, we 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 it's like there was like that month period where they were just beating up on everyone and scoring. They beat the Bills right, and it's this big deal, and that's it's all gone now. I mean we're we're back to acknowledging Tua for who he is. Yeah, I mean, I think Tua is a, a really solid quarterback for the things he does well. But from a tools perspective, he just doesn't have that ceiling as those guys have, right? He just doesn't have that in him. And it's not his fault. He's really good at what he has to work with. And, you know, I mean, I think probably 
10 years ago to a could have won a Super Bowl or whatever. I think they're, I they're think just he could in this day and age, you know, the way it is, it's just you probably can't rattle off multiple ones. You can win one yeah, one. yeah, it'd have to be, it really would have to be a perfect storm. I mean, I yeah. guess the, the big issue for him is it's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to, are you going to go on the road and, and win two out of three against the Bills, Bengals, and the yeah, Chiefs? I mean, if you're a quarterback in the AFC like Tua, I mean, you're going to be punching up for the next decade. Uh, because Mahomes and Allen aren't going nowhere. Burrow's not going nowhere. You brought up Lawrence. You still have Herbert over there. Like, these are all young guys. And Lamar is still, like, going to be in the mix, you know, when when he gets healthy. So, like, you're going to always be punching up. I mean, the NFC is wild. How many How many people know that Joe Burrow is 26? What do you, what do you, what do you think the line is on people that understand? He's two years older than Tua. Isn't that wild? Yeah, this is crazy. But, I mean, yeah. yeah, no, everyone, you know, kind of forgets about that stuff outside of prospect season, right? Yeah, I get like he's older than Lamar, who I think was drafted three years before him, which is I mean, it's it's just kind of one of those really interesting. But you don't mind uh, as much right now because he can just play at least 40. No, yeah, you don't give a you don't give a shit now. It, but it was a thing when he was a prospect that I remember. What is the thing like with a, Kenny Pickett still too? Oh, uh, Kenny Pickett is older than Tua. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny, man. I mean, the, the, the no, no, he's kind of... not. He's not. I, I lied. They are, they are 80 days apart. Uh, Tua, uh, Pickett is 80 days younger than Tua. But I mean, the, the Steelers are going to be kicking this thing down and he's going to already be what, like a, a development quarterback at like age 27. It's going to be yeah. anything still because they'll probably get a new offensive coordinator. I mean, they, they are, they are, uh, just going to move on from him, right? He's, not is Kenny Pickett? You don't think so? No, I bet Kenny Pickett is the starting quarterback for the Steelers next year. That's they're winning interesting. Ga- they're winning games. They were winning games before he had this concussion, and he wasn't turning the ball over, which Tomlin, you know, is going to talk himself into saying, I can win that structure of football because he was doing it. Right. Like, that's right. Like, this is the most Tomlin finish ever again, right? The Steelers are doing it again. This is like what they do under Mike Tomlin. They're the alligator blood team. How many teams are going to have a different quarterback next year? Uh, I mean, we can just quickly run it easy. Jet, so look at Jets for sure. Jets. Right? Uh, just going down the divisions. Definite, definitely Jets. Uh, definitely the Titans. Um, definitely Colts. the Colts. Definitely the De- Texans. Definitely the Texans. Um, maybe the Raiders, but that's probably, probably no one in the AFC West, but maybe the Raiders have a shot. And then yeah. the NFC, Washington for sure. And, and New York. Daniel Jones. I don't think so. Back. No, I think they're going to have to bring Daniel He's Jones been back. so bad. Like, I know they're winning yes, games. Yes, but I think they're in a box where they're going to have to do, like, a, a short-term extension with him, kind of like how Jameis got, because they sure. just won't have alternatives. And then they'll probably draft a guy in, like, the second or third round, right? And they'll probably okay. do, like, a short-term. That's what I think they're going to have to do. But Washington, for sure. Uh, maybe Green Bay? Definitely. Uh, no, so so Kevin Cole told me this the other day, which the is that. is just too too much. Well, well, I was like, well, why doesn't Roger just retire? Like he's not having any fun playing or whatever, you know, clearly he's miserable, but I learned, I was shocked by this. A dude can retire and his salary still counts against your bucks. Like, so Rogers retires and that gnarly cap hit still kills the Packers. Only if I don't, I don't know if that's a hundred percent true. Is it 100% it's true? it's probably not a hundred percent true. Like there's probably, I, I, and again, Kevin knows you, way more I think about the this. only part that counts is that the, the prorated guaranteed stuff. 
Well, it's like, and there was a way to alter it with like a post June first designation or whatever. Again, I mean, Kevin obviously I, knows yeah, more because I'm, I'm pretty positive it's the the dead stuff is what like the the prorated the prorated stuff, but his yeah. salary wouldn't like his actual salary. It's just all the prorated uh, guarantees are on your yeah. book still. That's what stays. Yeah. But so either way, we won't count them. But Tampa Bay, yes. Carolina, yes. Saints, yes. Falcons, yes. The entire NFC South is getting a new quarterback. Um, and then probably nobody in the NFC West if Stafford's come back. That's a lot of that's a lot of teams. It's a whole bunch of teams. That's a whole bunch of teams. Yeah. And there's only really in like from a prospect stance, there's only like two guys. And the top two guys, I don't even think are like as standout as like we've had in years past. No, no, no. They're past. they're like major questions about about Stroud and, and Bryce Young. Young. And, but but also and Will Levis and he's going to go really high. Now the guy we're all going to love is going to be Richardson, right? We're all going to be like this fucking Richardson guy. He's he's the best. I mean, he is an unbelievable runner. Anthony Richardson is. He is crazy. So I, I mean, he's not going to start next year, but I kind of hope he does. But isn't the next year, the following year, is supposed to be really good again, right? Well, it always is, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> You're right. That's great. Yeah, it's so it's like it's like this last it's like this last year with Pickett and Corral, and everyone's like, yeah, but wait for Bryce Young and CJ Stroud, bro. You're right. 100%. Wait for Jackson. Wait for Jackson Smith and wait Jake, for Caleb. Will- wait for Caleb Williams. It's as I it never it's as far as as long as I've been following like dynasty and prospects and no, stuff, right. it's never not been the case. It's, it's oh yeah, 100%. but. Like like 2023 first round picks in dynasty leagues have been treated like like worth their weight in gold. It's like you you can't you can't get one, and then in the end it's going to be like Bijan Robinson, and then a bunch of dudes who are coin flips to be good. Yep, that's a hundred percent what it's going to be. But these 2023 picks still are gold if you got them. They're, they're if you got them, you can get it. Like go trade for AJ Brown right now because you could probably get him. Yeah, if you don't have if you're not if you're not drawn for the 101, if you're not drawn for Bijan. Yeah. And then you're really you're like you said you're you're in the bag and a bunch of stuff, but definitely big time quarterback movement this off season, and it's gonna be fun to kind of see where guys go. I mean, especially like you see with the Jets. I mean, they're gonna they have to like this is a Josh Rosen situation 100. I mean, you cannot get benched in a game for Chris Trevler. Like you cannot. You Chris Trevler, dude. People, I don't think people, I don't think people understand. Like Chris he Trevler, even, he they brought him up from the practice squad too. It's not even like he was doing like he was he wasn't working with the team. I think they brought him up because of the weather, right? They were like, the weather is going to be shitty. We can call some QB runs. I mean, Chris Strebler <laughs> was not even a particularly good um, See, uh, CFL quarterback. quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he was like a fine, you know, CFL quarterback. It's it's uh, No, he's Tattoo Tebow, man. Like, the dude is just a, a mountain, a mountain. Of a man. I'm glad he's in the NFL, though. Yes. Like, I like, I like when dudes who smash in the CFL – come and play in the NFL, like Duke Williams and stuff. Like I thought all that, like, I think that's cool. Absolutely. Um, but all right, man, there we go. Merry Christmas. Merry Tell the people Christmas. sharp football. What can they get? How can they keep themselves entertained uh, as it's negative a million degrees outside? <laughs> ah, I listen, the worksheet's still up. I got two more weeks of, of posting the worksheet, breaking down these games. I do do the playoff games too, but those aren't like any subscription. Those are just open. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to be open. I don't know. Years past they have been. Uh, Warren throwed out his, his playoff stuff and his college bowl pick stuff. Uh, got, yeah, just stay inside. Everyone stay warm. I know people have to get to their families at, at some point this weekend, but uh, make them come to you. Stay yeah, put, put that <laughs> off. Put that off as long as possible. Stay inside. Uh, watch a lot of bad football. Uh, bet on it to make yourself feel better about the bad football and then be extra 
angry when you bet on football, lost bad football, and watched bad football. Oh. <laughs> nothing, nothing worse, nothing worse than uh, than losing the bad, the bad football bet. It's like, what's the what's the point, man? <laughs> Existence gets questioned, but hey, yeah. Beautiful. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Uh, hope hope you all stay safe. Hope you all stay warm. And uh, I'll see you back. Remember, we're on Monday. The Gilcast is on Monday, and we're taking listener questions uh, to spice it up since it'll be 48 hours after the main slate. Uh, so we'll see y'all then. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.